Hello and an official congratulations to all our mothers today as this is Mothering Sunday. And so we invite you home church and those of you who are watching with us online just to celebrate along with us today. I would love to really take this time to talk about women who gave birth to something new. This is what I'm going to be talking about today. Women who gave birth to something new by faith. And so I believe today we are talking about superwoman. And I want to just begin here by looking at Sarah. Sarah in the Bible, we're told in Genesis 17 and 16, was the wife of Abraham. And for many, many years, they tried to have a child and conceive. And God had promised them that through Abraham's seed, all generations will be blessed, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And yet, it took many, many years for them to conceive. But at the age of 90, Sarah finally conceives and gives birth to Isaac. She did this by faith, by believing something that God had said and trusted that he would come through. Another individual, Elizabeth. Elizabeth uh, was the mother of John the Baptist. And we're told here that she also struggled to have children. But God had a plan also for her. Many years later, she gives birth in Luke 15 and verse 80 to John the Baptist, who was the forerunner of Jesus Christ. In fact, she was cousin to Mary and therefore uh, also related to uh, Jesus, John the Baptist and Jesus were relations. And we see here that she trusted and believed God that the word he gave would come to pass. That leads us on to the cousin of Elizabeth, which is Mary. And we're seeing here that Mary is approached by an angel uh, in Luke 1, and she's told that the Holy Ghost will come upon her and that she will conceive and bear a son. Now, when she was initially told, the angel saying, you know, you are going to give birth to a son, the first thing she says is, I'm not married, which is essential and was critical to the culture of that time. And yet here we have Mary continuing to listen to the angel and agreeing with what God had proposed for her, despite of the challenges and also the, 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 the impact it would have on her reputation. And as she heard the angel explain and expressed, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will conceive and bear a son, she turns around and says, be it unto me as you have said. She stepped out in faith, knowing that she was honored by God, simply because he had chosen her to give birth to the Messiah. And so she was prepared to put up with all the challenges and all the struggles because she knew that she was highly favored and was being used as a vessel by God, as was Elizabeth and Sarah. We also look at Mary again. So here we see that Mary uh, 
is, is in fact responsible for the beginning of Jesus's ministry. In the, the wedding in Cana of Galilee involved their relatives. And we're told here that they were celebrating and all of a sudden they run out of wine. And Mary, who understood who Jesus was, goes to him and we're told in John, uh, in fact, in, uh, yes, John 2 and verse 5, that she goes to Jesus and says, look, they've run out of wine and um, basically you need to do something. Jesus says, my time has not yet come. But what does Mary do? She actually goes to the servers and says, whatsoever he says, do. And Jesus was then compelled by the faith and also the leading of Mary to begin his ministry. So Mary causes the birth not only of the, the Son of God, but also the inception of his birth. Again, trusting and believing by faith. We also see in uh, 1 Samuel 1 and 2, chapters 1 and 2, that Hannah is also struggling to have children. And she's being taunted by Penina, who is the uh, other husband of, uh, other wife of her husband. And she's having child after child and taunting uh, Hannah and saying, look, you know, you're, you're barren and, and, and making her feel less than she is. And Hannah decided that enough was enough. And she took herself off to the house of God and began to seek God and say, Lord, you know, bless me with child, you know, and she begins to pour out her heart so much so that the priest thinks she's drunk. She's so desperate. She's crying and she's babbling away, but she has determined that through her faith, she was going to get a result from God. And as she intended, that result came by faith. She finished praying, dried her eyes, went home, had intercourse with her husband and gave birth to Samuel. What is amazing about Samuel is that Samuel uh, is not only the individual who uh, the Bible talks about that not one of his prophetic words fell to the ground, but Samuel is the one that anoints David, who is the ultimate king of Israel, but also then leads us into the, the, the principle of the king and priest. So we're seeing here that by faith, this woman, Anna, had caused again this chain of events leading us to see the expression of the power of God through her faith. I want to say here that as we're looking, the common ground here with all these women is their faith. We, we look at also the woman, the Bible tells us, with the issue of blood. Now, this woman hasn't even been given a name, but is actually called the woman with the issue of blood. And I think this very much tells us that women are integral to God's plan. So much so that we're not getting a name, we're, we're getting the woman. The woman with the issue of blood, and here she actually gives birth to a new uh, demonstration of the power of faith and how we can receive from God. 
In fact, she had this issue of blood and it was her menstrual cycle that just would not stop. And for years, she went through all kinds of expenses to try and have this matter resolved. And she was deemed as unclean, which was the culture of that time. And so you can imagine that for all these years, over 12 years, she had suffered challenge after challenge through no fault of her own. But what's powerful about this woman is that she did not give up. She had this tremendous courage that she went from doctor to doctor and she was determined and she heard about this man, Jesus. And ultimately, what happens is that Jesus is surrounded by all of the, these people who are thronging him. We all know what it looks like when a famous individual comes to town. But not only Jesus was Jesus famous in terms of people knowing about him, but he was a miracle worker. And she knew that if she could just fulfill what she saw in her heart, meaning what came to her in her mind, she's thinking, I don't need him to speak to me. I don't need him to lay hands on me. If I can touch him, maybe I will be made whole. Now, bear this in mind, that nobody before her had ever done this. But she had stepped into another dimension of faith. And while everybody was thronging him, she touched him and drew the anointing of heaven and the Holy Spirit from him and was healed and cured. So much so that Jesus jumps around and says, who touched me? And the multitude and the disciples are thinking this man is under pressure. He's gone a little crazy, you know, because everybody's touching him. But this touch was different. It was a touch that gave birth to the fact that you can now not just have God touch you, but you can touch God and receive a blessing or a miracle from him. And so Jesus praised her faith because she was no longer waiting in line. She was now taking and drawing from him. And so all of these seven women, including this last one, who didn't give birth to a child, but she gave birth to a new dimension in, of the power of faith. And so this is what I want us to share with you mothers today, with you women today, because maybe you haven't necessarily given birth to a child. But it doesn't stop you being a mother. It doesn't stop you offering that care, that love to somebody, that you can be that mother in their life. And so I'm speaking really to all women. Like these women, by faith, what is it that in your life you can give birth to? What is it in your life that you see, you know, you might be carrying that next uh, anointed individual in your family? that next prophet or that next leader, whatever it is, you know, only God can understand what he has blessed and allowed you to give birth to. I want to encourage you today to realize that you are more than who you think you are. And that like these women, you are not called to take a back seat. You are not called to be the other option. You are called to stand up in faith and say, what today can I represent in my house? 
The Bible tells us about the Proverbs 31 woman who actually has this amazing impact on her family and community. What can you give birth to by faith? You see, here Hebrews 11 and verse 1 actually tells us, it says in the passage of Hebrews 11, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, and so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, it's amazing that the Bible really denotes and makes clear to us how integral faith is to not just us as believers, but to everyone in the world. You see, most of you today will turn on a tap. There's no guarantee water is going to come out, but you believe and you have faith that actually I'm expecting it to. There are so many things we do. You're standing at the bus stop and you're thinking, well, it's supposed to come at this time. You believe it. And yet that bus may not come. And often you're disappointed and you have to wait for the next one. And often faith can feel like that. Is it today, God? God has promised me a word. Is it happening today? And maybe it doesn't come today, but you find two years down the line, God manifests. We're seeing with these women. The woman with the issue of blood was 12 years in the waiting. But her faith bought home the solution in conjunction with the Messiah. And we're seeing here that what this word is telling us, that faith is the substance. In other words, it is that ground on which you stand. This particular word is reflected, it's called, the, the, the Greek is hypostasis or hypostasis. And the word actually translates as substance. It means it comes from uh, this Greek word, and it means to have something or a foundation on which you stand. You see, faith is not having faith in faith. And you might think, I've got to believe, I've got to believe, I believe. And you say it 20 times, and you're hoping it hasn't happened yet. You say it again and again. It's not having faith in faith. Faith has to be placed in or on something. And this is what God is saying here, that the faith of these women was placed on a foundation that was solid. What was that foundation? You see, they had put confidence in the word of God, because the Bible actually tells us here that we should have faith in God. And in having faith in God, we are then having faith in his word. The Bible tells us that by faith, the world was framed. So God understands the whole parameter of faith, and he's encouraging us that we, like these women, need to stand on his word. Why was it that Peter was able to step out of the boat? You know what he says to Jesus, if it's you, if it's you, Jesus, if it's you, the anointed one, you, the living word, Bid me to come. In other words, give me a word to stand on. Can I tell you today that God has a word for you that is intended for you to stand on, knowing that his word will never return to him void. He's telling you that you are his daughter, you are his child, that you are born for a purpose. 
and then he's called you to step out like Peter on the word that he is giving to you. The enemy is going to be giving you all kinds of negatives. You can't and why things can't happen. But look for that word. What does God say about you? What does God tell you who you are as a son and a daughter of God? What does God really explain to you? The relationship you have with him is that you are his heir. And that everything he has, you are entitled to. So I want to encourage you today, mothers and women who are feeling maybe tired or weary, that God tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so what you do, you say, Lord, I want to now step into that joyful realm. Maybe you're saying, God, today I'm looking for that miracle. I'm looking for you to transform my home. He tells us that his kingdom is righteousness and peace in the Holy Spirit. And if you allow the kingdom to fill your house, that word become the ground on which you stand today, then the Prince of Peace will allow his peace to invade your home and watch how he will transform the culture of your house. It's standing on the word. So today I'm encouraging you like these women to stand on the word of God. You know what's interesting? He says faith is the substance. So it's the foundation on which we stand, but it's also the evidence of things that cannot be seen. Now it's fascinating that when a criminal commits a crime, the panel who are sitting in judgment to give a verdict as to whether the individual ends up guilty or not, was not there when the crime was committed. So what gives them the right or qualifies them to make any kind of judgment? It is the evidence that is provided by the council. And the council will provide most of the evidence with language, it's with words. And in hearing those words, the jury or jury will actually then make a, an assessment based on what has been said. And ultimately, that individual will be found innocent or guilty. Remember, they haven't seen the individual conduct any form of crime, but words have given them a picture, a foundation on which to stand and the information on which to base a factual outcome. Now, if we can do that in a courthouse, how much more can we do it with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, who is the living word? So every time we encounter God, we encounter a word on which we can stand. I want to encourage you today. Stand on the word of God. Stand on the word that tells you that you will live and not die. Stand on the word that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Stand on the word that tells you that you are the apple of his eye. Stand on the word that he is a healer. Stand on the word that he is a provider. Stand on the word that he is your banner and your protector. That he surrounds you with favor today. You need to declare over yourself today that I am blessed. 
that I'm walking in the blessing of the Lord because he tells us that his goodness and his favor will follow you all the days of your life. We want to celebrate you women. You do so much in our homes. Sometimes it's thankless work. But we want to let you know that God, through his word, has seen you as integral and critical to the nature of the kingdom and our faith. That like Sarah, who gave birth to Isaac, this lineage in which all of the families of the earth are blessed, this was a woman who waited on the Lord. Like Elizabeth, who trusted God with her son, John the Baptist, that paved the way and prepared the way for Jesus to come. Like Mary, her cousin, who gave birth to the Messiah so that we today can experience this man who came to transform our lives from sin into righteousness. Like Mary, who kick-started his ministry so that today we experience the supernatural, the miraculous, because this mother understood that this was Christ the Anointed One. Like oh, Hannah, who understood that when things are denied you, be it through physical limitations or any kind of uh, problem in the way, take it to God. And she went and poured her heart out and left it with him and came away with her victory. She let us know, know and understand that through prayer, we can move mountains. And she gave birth to Samuel, who was able to anoint King David, who became the lineage to which Jesus the Messiah came. And like the woman with the issue of blood, who turned around and said, no one is going to deny me my miracle. Maybe you need a miracle today. Step out in faith like these women. The faith in the word on which they stood, knowing that God is a God that cannot lie. And they believed what he said, and it came to pass. Can I tell you, you are not ordinary. You are superwoman. That by allowing the Spirit of God to dwell in you richly and doing what he is asking you to do. Not only can you raise your home, pray over that son or daughter who is struggling with any kind of challenge. Pray over that child when you're thinking that, God, are they going to live or die? And watch the power of his goodness. And even in the midst of loss, you can declare that the peace of God will keep your heart and mind stayed on him. Because maybe today, some of you are looking back at mothers who have gone before you. Some of you may be considering children who you have lost, but you're still here today for a purpose and for a reason. Can I tell you that you are a superwoman? That God calls you his masterpiece. And I want to read these words to the song by Alicia Keys. With that same name, I am superwoman. Can you say that to yourself today? I am 
superwoman. And no, you don't have to put on the outfit. You simply have to cover yourself with the fullness of God and let him be your super to the natural. She says here in the second verse, for all the mothers fighting for better days to come and all my women, all my women sitting here trying to come home before the sun and all my sisters coming together, say yes, I will. Say yes, I can. Can you just say that? Yes, I will overcome. Yes, I will succeed. Say yes, I can do it. And she goes on to say, because I am a superwoman. Yes, I am. Yes, she is. Even when a mess, I'm still, even when I'm a mess, I'm still put on my best with an S on my chest. Oh yes, I am superwoman. I want to encourage you today that if you don't know Jesus Christ, he's the super to the natural. It is his supernatural strength that allows us to call you superwoman today. Because when you feel like you're failing, when you feel like, God, I can't go any further, his supernatural power will be your strength. Can I encourage you today to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lift your hands and open up the biggest part of your lungs and say, I am a superwoman. And watch what God will do for you as you stand on his word. May God bless you today. You simply have to invite Jesus into your heart by saying, Jesus, come, be my Lord, be my Savior. I believe you are the Son of God that died to cleanse me from my sins. Come into my heart, make me clean, and be my Lord. And by faith, by the Word of God, you can stand on a guaranteed outcome that will let you also today be a super anointed individual. God bless you today, all of you mothers and all of you women, you truly are super women. To my mother and all those other mothers, we love and think you are absolutely amazing. May today be a restful day, may it be a day of joy, just remember, look in the mirror, say, I am a superwoman. God bless you.